Well, I am rather busy. Now he's going to move like right along to McGregor. That's his whole life. You know. Okay, so we need to talk about Jane. Because okay. in this episode... Jane does something that is so unforgivable, in my opinion, that I don't understand why Mal wouldn't immediately kick him off the ship. At the end of the episode, he's got Jane in the airlock. He is basically thinking, he's trying to make Jane think that he's going to kill him. Well, see, that's part of my question. I, I, I don't know to what degree Mal was intending to just, you know, put the fear of God into him the entire time, or to what degree... He may have actually intended to kill him, and then when, you know, not, I, I don't think Mal 100% thought that through. I think he, you know, was just so angry he was going to kill Jane, and then when, you know, Jane asks the question of, well, what are you going to tell the others? You know, don't tell them that I betrayed them, and I think that's the point when, you know, Mal just stops for a second. I mean, Mal is not the kind of person who is going to kill somebody completely in cold blood, but I think he is a person who can get passionately angry enough to do this. So I I think it's not a... I think he intends to kill Jane through this until the point when he stops and realizes, I can't go through with this. I think that's really interesting because I have almost the exact opposite read on Mal's personality. And for me, Mal seems like a very controlled person. He seems like someone who would never commit murder in cold blood. He will. He's obviously killed people. He, he fought in a war. Uh, he's killed people on the show yeah. that we've seen, but they have been trying to kill him. And Mal, to me, seems like someone who is, you know, if, if we could talk about Mal as a character so far in these, you know, um, I think we've seen nine episodes of the show now at this point, or, or not eight episodes. I forget exactly how many. Um, but he seems to me to be someone who has a very, very strong code of ethics. This kind of locks in and sort of makes sense along with the Western motif about the, the sort of like lone yeah. gunman who comes to town and, you yeah. know, fixes things and you know all that kind of stuff which which is kind of like fits in with the whole the whole motif of the show but but to me the the one overriding thing that i have seen time and time again through this show is mal's he's afraid of the alliance he Mm -hmm. is that is the one thing that i don't think he could forgive i mean and to be clear jane did call the feds on simon and river Putting them at risk. We we talked last week about, you know, kind of that that origin story of the crew and how everybody kind of came together that that wasn't in the pilot. Once you're on Mal's crew, you are part of this family. And this is a show that is very much about family. I think that, you know, and that's another way to look at it, too, where Mal feels like Jane is part of his family and he has been betrayed by him. So I don't think that he intended to kill Jane. I think that he was very upset, but I also think he does have control over himself. I, I think that he was not going to kill him. But my my problem with it is that, you know, this is the one thing to me that Mal has consistently shown that he cannot forgive. And it feels like a it feels like a rare case where a Joss Whedon show is playing it a little too safe. Yeah. Because we have seen time and time again in Joss Whedon shows that and again, we've talked about how his shows have gotten a little bit of an overblown reputation for killing characters left and right. They, they really don't. I mean, they do kill characters and they do grow and change. And certainly the fundamental status quo of things does change quite a bit in his shows. But, but for this kind of thing, Jane would maybe be killed in season three, for example, not in, not halfway through the first season. It, it seems a little – it seems like a weird misstep for yeah. the show to go here at this point. And 
I understand that you know okay they don't want to get rid of Jane on the on the on the crew so far maybe he was going to leave the show in season two or season three he had some yeah. kind of arc that was going to go there I don't know and I don't think anybody knows but it seems a little early for this and it seems it, it seems like a misfire to me although I mean at the same time Jane does end this episode with uh I mean Jane is not going to make this mistake twice I I, I think. For for as unintelligent as the show, you know, makes it clear that Jane is, I think after knowing that, you know, there was no way he could hide anything from Mal. Mal knows exactly what happened. Mal was ready to kill him. Mal was all but, you know, opening the door on him. And he let him go this time. It's not going to happen the second time, I think. I don't know, maybe, because we haven't we seen Jane do this before already? What, to, call to the le- feds? Well, no. To, no, I mean, betray them to a lesser degree. I mean, certainly, there. I'm forgetting the episode, but there was an episode where Jane essentially did... Well, he tried to to uh, uh, hijack the ship at, at one point. Um, I, I think that there's just a... I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's very subtle what the show is doing or not. I can't decide if the show knows what it's doing and is yeah. really saying that Mal has a blind spot for his crew. Mal treats these as family members. He loves all of these people, even Jane, and yeah. that he is not able to make the hard choice to get rid of one of his crew. Jane is going to not reciprocate that love to the degree that, you know, he's going to, you know, is Jane the drug-addicted son who keeps robbing, you know, his right. dad and, you know, he's going to bail him out of jail every single time no matter, you know, what? Like, I, I mean, that that definitely might be part of what they're trying to do with him here. That's true. And it be right, but again, it just seems like it's a little too far because that the calling the feds on Simon and River seems like something that Mal that that's just a step too far. I mean, you know, if you take the drug addicted son to to its logical extension, yeah. I mean, that's almost like if you burn the house down or murdered his mother or something. I mean, it's like that's just not no. It's, it's like it's a little too far. I mean, robbing and sort of you know being an asshole and all these kind of things are things that you can kind of go well. That's just part of his personality, and he's not he's not directly threatening the the life and livelihood of the people that i love but jane did that in this episode and i also don't the show has not really uh, shown us any sort of uh, reason or any sort of 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 you know desire on jane's part to change it hasn't even really shown a willingness or or a a possibility for jane to but it might have a little bit at the end of janestown and i guess that's maybe part of it too because this has come out of an episode in which Jane very poignantly realized that, you know, the ways in which his selfishness has been misinterpreted, the ways that he a- has acted as a bad person, the way that he does wish this sense of belonging and all of that and has not been – I mean, the, is the Jane from Janestown going to go next ne- next episode and screw over two of the people on his crew? I mean, I guess, you know, the other, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And I think the other thing that, that is kind of uh, problematic for me or maybe a question that I have is the only way that I can make sense of this is the opening of the episode where River slashes him off the, yes. know, uh, across the chest with the butcher knife. And they realize that River is, is getting worse. They realize they need to do something about River. Simon comes up with this plan for them to steal medicine to pay off. Um, you know, to make it worth their while, basically to break yeah. into this into this alliance uh, core planet hospital, and and for him to to examine River and kind yeah. of figure out what's wrong with her, and 
it's Jane thinking that she is too much of it. You know, right. Jane thinks River's a rabid dog to a degree. I mean, maybe that is where Mal is coming from, where he realizes that maybe in his own way, Jane was trying to protect them, mm. but he was just doing it in a way that was very stupid because Jane, frankly, I mean, is not that intelligent. No, Jane, I mean, Jane is thinking very short sighted in a way. I mean, well, you th- know, one of the things that he Jane, Jane he, thinks he, Jane thinks in the short term. Well, what you know, what he's taught when when he's talking to Mal at the end he basically says like I didn't betray you I just betrayed you know the two of them right. and you know he's th- from Jane's point of view he's thinking somebody attacked me and so I'm going to take revenge on them that is the kind of thing that's how Jane has lived his life we're fairly sure I think we can sure yeah and, and, and so you know Jane is just thinking in terms of himself and River Simon he isn't thinking that yeah. about the larger that number one well they're going to wonder what ship they were on and they're going to wonder who the captain, you know, that took them on was. And did he know about them? And, you know, how does Mal feel about the fact that his doctor has been taken away from him? Because, it, you know, Simon is a very valuable member of the crew. And now it, it, it's it's a very short-sighted, short-term thinking. It is, yeah. And I think that, you know, and of course the other part of that as well, I think, is that there is no knowledge or there is no, no realization on Mal's part or anybody else on the crew, frankly, that – um, and like you said, what, what are the feds going to wonder where they came from? Yeah. But of course, probably not because we've got these mysterious guys in suits with blue gloves on that are using magic sticks to kill people. Well, they- and, and they don't seem very interested in actually like doing any investigation. They just want to get River back. And they're, I mean, the well, F- they, they seem to want to get rid of everybody who's known anything about River. So I think they would be interested in this crew because. You know, what, well, that is true. And, I yeah. mean, well, well, the the officer says, you know, basically says, yeah, we didn't really talk much to them. She just babbled, and the rest refused to talk. Like the usable stuff from the conversations we see the alliance officer having with them, it's nothing. It's he isn't even paying attention to Rivers' babble, and yet he slaughters the entire. You know, yeah. It seems more than just punishment. In yeah, a way. yeah. Well, I also think too that that's a good. That's actually a really good point because. That is another layer to which uh, 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 they don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, there there are layers upon layers here. They think that they're dealing with the feds. They think they're dealing with just, oh, there's yeah. two criminals and they're going to get locked up in prison or whatever. They don't know, really know what they've done or why they want them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of course, there is this other layer to it which seems to slowly be unpeeled at this point where there are other forces, it's shadowy forces at work that – uh, some, I mean, you know, you can make you can make well, theories about who these people are. One but- of the uh, one of the things in the show that the show never gets a chance to really deal with is this corporation called Blue Sun. You've seen Jane's t- Jane is wearing a Blue Sun t shirt in this outfit in this episode, um, and that's the one she slashes. Um, okay. The Blue Sun's corporation has some kind of connection to the academy. They're implied to be, you know. Tra- a front for these assassins or something, you know, to those ends. So it's generally accepted that the reason she attacks Jane in the beginning is because she's attacking his shirt. From the mm. line she says is, oh, he looks much better in red. You know, that that's specifically talking about that. But so obviously these hands of blue are intended to be some kind of, you know, evil organization. But I guess what this – one of the themes of – I don't think you seem to like the hands of blue very much. They are very Whedon-ish. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't really have a problem with them. I didn't really give them much thought 
either way, yeah, honestly. They're, and they're frankly resolved in one of the comics. It's 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 yeah. I mean, it just it, it feels like to me it feels like oh, there's some sort of shadowy government organization or some sort of shadowy corporate organization yeah. that is doing weird things with with people and. I didn't really take it much further than that. I yeah, mean, we are. Is, well, it is, we're, it's almost like a. It almost felt like something out of like an X Files episode, to be honest with you. Like, well, eventually, and the last episode of the regular series, Objects in Space, and the movie Serenity, are going to deal very much with uh, agents of the Alliance or of the Academy, and basically, there are a lot of monstrous people out there in space, and some of them happen sure. to be working for the Alliance, and sure. these Hands of Blue are one of them. I guess we will pick up the theme later on, because it'll be easier to talk about with the movie, but just listeners, stay tuned for that. Well, yeah, and I, yeah, I, sure, and I do, I do like that there are layers upon layers here, which, you know, the show, obviously, I mean, you know, I, yeah. I, I sound a little down on this episode, I mean, I, I did See, but because I, I really like, like this episode. Well, that's what I was much. about to say, I mean, I sound down on it, but I did like it. I just it's feel a very like... good Simon episode, in a way, because it gives us a lot of... It puts Simon in his element, and we have not really seen Simon at all in his element. The True. I, I, the conversation where he's talking with Kaylee, and she's saying, oh, you're so stiff, and he says, says, I have nothing out here, and my politeness is you know, the only thing that I have. He is not stiff at all in this episode, if you watch him. I mean, he comes in the beginning and has this very self-assured and well-thought-out and, frankly, brilliant plan to – come up with this when he's walking through and he immediately you know that scene with the patient you know he is calm he is working he is doing very well and it's interesting because it always comes off as out of nowhere that he's able to plan this crime but when you think about it this is how he found his sister in the first place he has been consorting with weird shadowy figures for months now he has been acting outside the law for a very long time just in a very different way than the crew is acting outside the law. Yeah, true. I mean, I, just to go back to, to what I was saying before is is that, you know, I, I sound down on this episode, but I, I did like it. I think that there's one thing about the show, and some of this to me is um, the fact that it was a stillborn show, and I don't... Yeah. Part of the problem with it is, like, I feel like we're not going to get resolution to a lot of the stuff that the show is setting up. I do feel like the show is doing some subtle things with plotting and characterization that are not going to get paid off, unfortunately. And, you know, the men in blue, the hands of blue, whatever you call them is fine. I don't have a problem with it. I like the fact that there are sort of layers upon layers here. But at at the end of the day, I guess my problem really is that it's not really paid off very well. And or maybe it will be. I don't know. But it's kind of like in this weird limbo where I'm not expecting it to get paid off very well. Well, again, the thing is this the beginning of showing that Mal has a character flaw where he can never really believe that someone on his team is going to be bad? Is this Jane makes a fuck up and, you know, after this realizes what he's done and this begins the beginning of a sea change in Jane that we will see paid off in a later episode. You know, we don't have these answers. It's true. Are Simon and Jane going to be best friends as a result of this? We don't really have the time to deal with that. Are they going to make out? I hope you so. You want them to. Um, I, want to I, I just want men to make out in general. I'm a fan of it. Uh, yeah, and I think that, I mean, well, to go back to what you were talking about with Simon, I think that, that I do like Simon in this episode quite a bit. I think that one of the, one of the interesting things about Simon is that his his backstory is is we we know i think we actually know more about simon's backstory than we do about any of the other characters yeah i think we've seen the most because because 
if I remember right, we so we've seen you know Mal's flashback at the very first scene of the series at the Battle of Serenity Valley that gives us some insight into Zoe as well. But we there's still some pre stuff that we don't quite know. How do they get involved in this? You know, how did they? Simon, we've not only has to, not only told us everything about his backstory that's relevant. Uh, we've seen it. We've seen flashbacks yeah. of Simon in a way that we haven't seen other characters. Yeah, and Simon to me really does feel like one of those characters that is is you know getting up against the structures of his society and, and getting up against the structures of his family. And you know he's obviously very intelligent. He's a very good doctor. Yeah. You know he loves his sister very much, and he is able to. You know the thing is he's very comfortable in this environment, as you said. He's very comfortable in the core plan. He's very comfortable in a hospital. Yeah. You know the doctor that that almost kills the patient questions him at one point but by the end of it there's no question yeah. Simon whatsoever I mean he is he just, just quietly goes in takes the authority because he has the authority and he lays into him and it's just like well that's that you know and I I like seeing Simon in his element and I think that it does give everybody a, a newfound respect for him I also frankly think that Jane also perhaps will have a yeah. newfound respect for Simon because he does see Simon in his element and, and when he does see I mean the scene when he's Simon's explaining, oh, they stripped her on Magdala, you know, she feels all these emotions, you know, they give her, gave her repeated unnecessary brain surgeries. I mean, Jane is in that room and he is imagining it and he is starting to click just how, you know, this isn't just an annoying girl that's on a ship and causing trouble. This is somebody, somebody who has been medically tortured for, yeah. you know, a young, a young girl who's been medically tortured, you know, for no other reason than she's extraordinarily smart. And that's the people he's bringing her back to. I like, you can see his conscience beginning to glimmer as, as it's happening. And I think that, that, you know, again, Jane is a character that frankly is not very intelligent. Yeah. And, and and I think that he's starting to realize that perhaps he's intelligent enough to realize what he shouldn't fuck with. And and I think that, that maybe at the end of this episode, what he's realizing is, A, he's not very smart. Yeah. B, he's certainly not smarter than Mal, who almost immediate, immediately picks up on the fact that he you know, yeah. double-crossed them and, and tried to turn Simon and River over to the authorities, which I also like that the show did because if, yeah. if that had not happened, A, Mal would have come out across like an idiot, and two, it would have just drawn something out that didn't need it to be drawn yeah. out. But the other part of that, of course, is that I think Jane, maybe, maybe Jane is finally going to go, you know what, I'm not good at this, and I yeah. need to step back and just let everybody do what they're going to do, and I'm going to be the muscle. I, I don't know. Well, that's it. I mean, Jane has always had to think only for himself, and Jane always has thought for himself. He has always been in survival mode, and what can I get, and how do I... Again, you know, we don't really know how Jane became Jane, but we can probably fill in some details. He probably didn't have any money growing up. He happened to be bigger and stronger, and that was how he was able to make his way in the world. And he, you know, and so Jane is still thinking in terms of Jane. And while he works for Mal and he likes working for Mal and all of that, you know, he doesn't, you know, he hasn't really clicked that he is in a family to a degree. Yeah, I don't think that he feels that he is. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know to what degree everybody else feels like he isn't integrated into it as I well. I mean, at the you know, at the end of the episode, I think it's pretty, you know, it's almost ironic that, you know, Simon, who has hated Jane this entire time, you know, when, when Jane does get them out, he's speaking, you know, oh, he was wonderful. He saved all our lives. Yeah. You know, and he is speaking, you know. 
Simon's going from this thinking, wow, what a great guy that Jane is. And, you know, it, it's naive in a lot of ways, but, you know, yeah, he certainly, you know, he's, 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 he certainly thinks that Jane is part of the family. And frankly, as much as Simon is talking him up to everybody, everyone is, you know, that's going to rub off on Jane too. Jane is in another situation where he did something really shitty, but it just happened to look in a way that, you know, it could be interpreted by people who want to interpret it as a nice gesture, as a nice gesture. Yeah, and I, you know, that that's interesting actually because what that what that scene also implies or demonstrates is that Mal may be the only one who is savvy enough, yeah. you know, street smart enough to realize what Jane did. I mean, Simon certainly isn't. I mean, it's interesting that we see Simon in his element in this episode. We see him very forceful. We see him, you know, very very comfortable in doing what he's doing, but he doesn't pick up on the fact that there were some weird things going yeah. on about what Jane was doing and getting them into the feds. Yeah. Nobody, I mean, nobody else seems to pick up on it either. And so I'm fairly sure other, Zoe and Mal had a conversation though. Like, and maybe, well, the other, I mean, the other thing yeah. that I'm thinking is like, you know, if Jane, Jane could take two things out of this, he could take, well, I should never try that again. Yeah. Or he could, or he could take away from it. I need to get rid of Mal. <laughs> yeah. That is... I, which one is it? I don't know. Well, we will never have an answer to that question. But I think it's an interesting question, though, because I of think... Of course, that, that, that would have been a very interesting episode to have where... Um, have an episode where Jane is dealing with... He has an opportunity. Somebody comes up with an opportunity to get rid of Mal. And yeah. it's ambiguous. You know, have it where it's ambiguous in the episode. Is Jane actually going through with this? Or is he pretending to go along with it in order to get this person into, you know, the position? Right, yeah. right. Like that could have, that could have been a, a, a season two episode that would have been fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, maybe, yeah. How, what are they going to do with Jane's confusing loyalties? Well, nothing is the answer, but right. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate, but there we are. Well, I guess the last thing to talk about maybe is, um, I know that that River gets fixed at some point, and she becomes kind of a different character. If I'm remembering that correctly, well, that's the that happens at the end of the movie. So, oh, it does. I thought it was in the TV show. Because I mean, she, you know, after this, you know, she does start to. It 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 does depend on the episode. You know, obviously, what has happened to her is so severe and incomplete that you know she doesn't. You know, she can't really control it. Although, and there are some, there will be some episodes where she completely spikes out of control. Interesting. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it is also you know, at the end of the episode, you know, Simon is giving her medication that is a lot better suited to her, and that is you will see the effects of that as well. What I think would be fascinating, and again, the the show doesn't go into this, is eventually. I, I hope that we would have eventually met one of the girls who the surgery was, you know, the the procedure yeah. was completed. Because obviously, what's happened to River isn't finished. Part of the reason she is as bad as she is is because they, you know, they made a lot of cuts, but they didn't finish the job. You know, I and. She will likely be something like the she would likely be something like the hands of blue by the end. I mean, we need to meet. I think that would have would be a very interesting villain for the show to have. We you know we we can't help but talk about the show as lost potential. Yeah, no, I think so, and I mean, I think that that's something that you have to grapple with when you talk about 
like any show that was, you know, unceremoniously canceled. I mean, the show does have a lot of promise. And I think that part, you know, part of my frustration with it, of course, is that I don't know what the answers are. And just knowing that there aren't answers to come is is a little frustrating. Uh, But I mean, that's where I guess that's where the fan fiction impulse is. I mean, again, I keep talking about, oh, it would be cool to see this. Like, yeah, that, you know, if I were a different person, I would make a... I would write a story in which, you know, this the Serenity crew meets, you know, a woman who has become, you know, has reverse full potential. What is she like as a villain? You know, how do right. they fight her? Right. If she's if she's gonna come and back get River back, that's gonna be an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess listeners, if you want to collaborate with me on a fan fiction, please don't let me know because I will do this. <laughs> Well, if you would like to collaborate with Richard on fanfic for Firefly, you can leave a comment on the post for this episode of the podcast at tuninginshow.com. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash trekaboutshow if you like our podcast and would like to support us with a little bit of your money. Uh, You can find us on social media at uh, tuninginshow, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the usual places. And as always, please leave us a positive iTunes review for Tuning In Show on iTunes. An iTunes review on iTunes. Thank you. iTunes is a terrible program, but it's got great podcasts like tuning in. iTunes is fine. I don't know why everyone complains about it. Because that's the internet. Yeah, I know. Next week, we will be talking about the 10th episode of Firefly. There's five episodes to go and a movie. War Stories. Ah, we'll see the return of a villain. Mm. Mm. This is Mac. Why do you...